Michelle and Izzy here with Perfectly Imperfect Relationships Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Our topic is purpose because it's such a huge thing that seems to drive us as humans. What we tap into that makes us feel like we're contributing or being part of something. And it, it taps into those one of the core needs about belonging. When we belong to something, we're contributing to something and we're being, we're, we're, we're doing something. That's hugely important. And sometimes that purpose then taps into our self-worth. We know that we have value and we're adding value to the world at large or to an organisation or to a little podcast <laughs> or um, to yourself, you know, because... Uh, you feel and think things that you think is worth knowing and understanding and sharing. And then there's that sense of um, being loved. You know, everyone wants to be loved and appreciated. And I think purpose brings about that too because purpose stems from gifts and knowing what your gifts that you're innately born with is really, really important. And I think the world then starts when we start off with kids kind of knowing that and exploring different gifts. And if we have great parents who are able to kind of pull that out of you or encourage those aspects of yourself, whether it's just being a compassionate, empathetic person and being able to understand something from someone else's perspective, or whether it's a a gift of being a great artist or just even a semi-artist, you know, that gift can give you joy if it doesn't give other people and give you a sense of um, peace and worthiness and a way that you can escape into yourself and, and just be. It's a little bit tied into your authentic self and what you align, how you align with your authentic self and what those things are. We want to explore a little bit about purpose and how when we start off as kids, sometimes it's easy to see those gifts when we're children because the world and and external sources haven't um, had time to kind of shape or bash us down (laughs) into what they think we should be. Yeah. Uh, If you have any questions about purpose and things like that, please um, leave them on our podcast or on one of our pages and we'll try to endeavour to answer them next time when we do another podcast about purpose or even just respond to you in an email if you like. It's kind of a little bit about what drives you in your everyday, um, which creates a sense of, fulfillment and purpose and it doesn't have to be I think sometimes people think that it's a huge oh, you know purpose is I've got to solve world peace or find the, the cure for cancer and things like that it's not necessarily your purpose it doesn't have to be so big and large and tap into something like that but we all have a part to play in life pieces of a big puzzle yeah, yeah. I think also sometimes people see purpose as one soul focused thing yeah, yeah. so um oh my purpose like you said is to bring world peace yeah i think we should have a whole bunch of different purposes in mm, life mm. i don't think you should just focus on one purpose in life all of us have very different interests and very different passions and some yeah. of us have more than one passion well hopefully i hope yeah. most of us have more than one passion yeah i hope so too and and i think where your passion lies is is often where your purpose lies too yeah yeah yeah, definitely. It, even just like a sense of my son as a little kid hated injustice. You know, someone, if we were at playgroup and he was under two and someone took a toy off someone else and he and the kid started crying, he'd have to go over there and, you know, try and fix and the situation or give him another toy. And whether that's, you know, that's not just one thing, you know, it's so maybe he's a bit empathetic. 
Yeah. And or maybe he just didn't like the kid crying. Yeah. Or or maybe it was just a sense of injustice that he felt in that situation and he wasn't gonna go bash up the other kid to get the toy back. <laughs> he just solved a problem in a different way by yeah. sharing something he already had. But it was you know, he wasn't happy about what had happened, so he went to fix it. So that sense of injustice, even at such a small age, then That's if you try radical at a small age, really, yeah. really. Um, which which really shows how innate our purpose is. Yeah. If you you're not even cognizant properly at at two years old, no, no. and he's already sort of he's literally creating world peace on the playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so maybe I guess it depends how much you use that driving force as you grow. To what extent you take this sort of sense of purpose? Can you tell me? How old is how old is he now? So now he's just about to turn seventeen. Okay, and has he has he um, brought that sense of purpose with him through his childhood into his almost adulthood now? Yeah, definitely, because you know he's always had a strong sense of knowing what he wants to do when school finishes, which you know a lot of kids don't. But he's always wanted to um, be a detective. There you go. I can't see, you know, that's yep. just one way of fulfilling that sort of sense of injustice. I mean, yep. you could go law, you could go exactly. a hundred different other ways. Yeah, you to, could go work for the United Nations. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you could even hone it to being, uh, you know, about being an endeavour for um, animals, yep. not just humans. Uh, you could train that or involve that into something else. So, or even go into the military. Exactly. Yeah, 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 on a larger scale. So, really, does you know people think we would? Michelle uh, and I were talking. Michelle and I were talking about doing you know all these sort of Myers Briggs and other sort of testing that you can do to try and bring out sort of attributes of yourself and what your strengths are in and passions. And what, passions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to, that word, passion. Passion. To um, kind of evolve into having a sense of purpose in your life and where you can kind of... It's like um, aiming and shooting, isn't it? That sort of thing kind of helps you go, right, I'm going to aim for that, and then you put all this passion into it to kind of get there. And and if you're working or... Um, yeah, if, you're, if you're, your passion is something that is your job and your job is your passion, how would that be working? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't... You wouldn't. It wouldn't feel like work, would no, it? No, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd have, uh, you know, that thing you're passionate about keeps feeding into the driver to do. That's right. And you, you um, I mean, everyone burns out eventually or, or needs a break, a holiday, mm. but, uh, you know, it wouldn't be such um, an energy drain every day to get out of bed to go earn some money or go do what you want to do if it's your passion. Yeah. Because you've got that passion that's feeding from a, like a deep well within yourself that feeds into this driving force to do. I think I think aligning your your core values and your mm-hmm. beliefs mm-hmm. is probably one of the first things to get yourself um, closer to yeah. where you need to go with your purpose. What your purpose in life is? Yeah, totally. You are so right because it's those things we were talking about when we were kids. We kind of you know we try and be our own individual, our authentic self, and then we have things especially school school's a big thing where it starts defining us no we need to be a person that sits there and listens and um does what they're told and you know this that and everything we start forming these other identities from our environment but you know you're adult now well those of you who (laughs) (laughs) let's start to adult 
up, as Michelle says, and take responsibility for our own identities. So now you know more and you know better. So what, what do you want? Who are you? Who do you want to be? What do you want to take ownership of? And what do you want to discard? Understanding or writing down some I am statements and understanding what it is you believe you already are, the good and the bad. Establishing your own identity. And then taking the ones yep. you don't want and giving them a flick. Yeah. And then strengthening the ones you already have. I mean, how awesome is that to kind of have some um, power over who you want to be seen as or who you want to be and um, going from there and then using that as whether that feeds into maybe a purpose. Yeah. Whether you feel so strongly that you're a person that is a nurturer, you know, and you want to go into childcare or if you're a nurturer and you want to go into old people's homes or if you're a nurturer of nature. I mean... Gosh, I, th- I see myself as a nurturer, but I can't. I can't keep you can't, alive. <laughs> you can't. You can't deal with the nature. I, I love don't nature. like. I don't I like going nature. outside. <laughs> no, I love nature. Don't get me wrong. I just. I try and grow plants. I really do. But my mum, she, she's got all that talent. She does that, and I got nothing. You have talents in different areas. That's we right, all that's have right. talents in different areas. Hey, I can't have it all, can I? No, exactly. <laughs> we can't just be this good looking, this hot, and be awesome at what we do. That's right. I don't really. So I'd like to tell you a story about when I was really, really young. I was probably about five or six, and mm-hmm. I used to do ballet. Um, and if anybody who's listening to this actually knows me, the the <laughs> image of me doing ballet and how I how I am and how I it's, – it's not congruent. It is really not congruent at all. So after about six weeks of ballet, my mum had bought the uniform and she bought the little outfit and the headband and the lovely little ballet shoes and everything. Uh, the teacher rang my mum and said, um, Mrs. Van Viersel, could you please come and remove your child from the class? We will be refunding your fees for the term. Um, and my mum was absolutely horrified. She'd never heard of anybody being expelled from ballet class before. So she came to fetch me, and you, you could just see the mortification on her face. Mm. But she went to the teacher and asked the teacher why, and the teacher said, Mrs. Van Viersel, your daughter will never, ever be a ballerina. A great actress maybe one day, but never a ballerina. The minute I turned my back, she's out there clowning around, making the rest of the class laugh, and quite frankly, I cannot teach under these conditions. And when I think about it now, I actually really hated the ballet, but I really, really loved the entertainment component, (laughs) the illegal entertainment component of of making the other kids laugh. And I still really enjoy making people laugh. Yeah. So my purpose, my passion is making people laugh. Yeah. And that's great. I mean... And it's as simple as that, isn't it? It doesn't have to be complicated. Your no. purpose is not some complicated, convoluted thing that you have to puzzle over and agonise over. It's really all inside you, just ready to be unlocked and understood and seen. Sometimes we just hide certain things about us because they've been discouraged. But, you know, things that bring you joy. Yep. I mean, gosh, that's instant... Um, something you should then just follow that thread and delve into yourself and find what that's connected to. Right down to yeah. the end of the rabbit hole. Exactly. Yeah. Jump down that rabbit yeah. hole. Find out what it's connected to. Yeah. Because and like we said before, it doesn't have to be one thing. Mm. It can be a whole bunch of other things. If you look at people like um, oh, the good old cliche of Richard Branson, but look at Richard Branson. He has a finger in every single pie. Yeah. He's got so many different diverse interests. He's got so many different 
things that he does, um, you know, from digging wells in Africa for for water mm -hmm. to running a, a Virgin Airlines to, you know, yeah. a, a million different things. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so I think we think that we need to limit ourselves to one kind of passion or one purpose mm. in life. I'm a big advocator for many, many purposes in life. Definitely. I'm mm. with you there too. And mm. maybe sometimes that's the struggle. Maybe you've, you feel a passion and a pull in a few different directions and you're just mm. having problems focusing on just one at a time. Yeah. I mean, has anyone ever experienced that? Yeah, mm, I certainly yep. have. Yeah. So sometimes it might be just a matter of um, finding out what's the strongest one and then maybe even understanding that the other pulls and passions that you have can tie into that They as can well. feed in, yeah. Yeah, yep. so that you're actually doing and being and becoming the one thing all mixed up together and understanding that you can have it all. Exactly, you can have it all. Mm. Yeah, because you know why? Because it's your authentic self. It's who you're meant to be. Well, you you were born with a unique disposition to who you are, and I think the whole aim of living is actually to explore all that and to develop that and to be that. Because when you are your authentic, most authentic self, and understand you, who you are, and what drives you, and what gives you joy and peace and happiness and purpose, then it all clicks into everything else. Oh, everything around you. It mm. affects all your relationships. It mm. affects everything. It affects how you operate in your life. It affects yeah. how you interact with other people. It affects literally every single thing in your, of your entire mm. life. And boundaries. It really helps you define boundaries. What you want to say no to, what you want to say yes to, what kind of people you want in your life, what people you don't want in your life, what sort of environment you want, even want to live in, you know? I, I sometimes question why I live in southeast Queensland because I hate the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to Tassie anytime soon. <laughs> but, you know, I like aircon, so it's all yeah. right. There's a balance there. But yep. there's lots of, you know, th these things just start um, helping you develop a picture of yourself and, and what environment you can live in and how you're going to interact with the world and other people. I think... I think. No, no, I don't think. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you need to make yourself a priority. Yes. So yeah. I, always, I always say um, where, where the focus goes, energy flows. Yeah. So, so when you're true. focusing on yourself, you're putting energy into optimizing your relationships. You're putting in energy into optimizing your career, optimizing mm -hmm. everything around you. So when your health is optimal, your relationships mm -hmm. are optimal, everything's running smoothly, everything's running at optimal level, your energy focus can actually go into something that's learning new ideas, mm -hmm. um, just learning in general, which yeah. is really, really good for deciding what you want to do and where your focus will be for your passion. Yeah, and it's like that um, there's no mistakes, there's just learning experiences. That's right. So if you went down another path to try and explore and then you found out that's not what really what you wanted to do or you didn't like it or whatever, it's not a waste. It's no waste of You've time. You've learned something. Because you learned something. Yes. And I think that's what um, we forget is that moments in time and even hard situations are there to help us to learn something from it. And by learning something from it, it gives us direction for the next phase. Or it helps us understand what we do want and what we sometimes what we don't want. Yep. Um, and a big thing about about that is the the not to numb yourself. 
Yeah. Because I think when you numb yourself, and I speak from great experience here because I have a wonderful relationship with alcohol um, and using alcohol to numb myself, yeah. Yeah. You, don't, you don't feel anything. Mm. So you don't feel the highs, you don't feel the lows, you're mm. just basically numb, mm. which is really counterproductive if you're trying to find your passion yeah. because you need to learn those prickly things. Mm. You do, you're going down the wrong rabbit hole, something's pricking, something's uncomfortable. You actually do need to feel those things so that you can feel that when it's right. Yeah. So you can feel like, okay, so that's not my passion, that's not my purpose, that's not what I want to do. Mm. But now I know that's not what I want to do. What yeah. else can I focus on? What else can I where else can I look for something that's going to drive me and make me get up in the morning yeah. and just go, Woohoo! Yeah, true, true. What carries you through life? Is something just carrying you or are you just letting life yes. carry you along? Yes. That's just existing. You yeah. don't exist in life. We want you to live. And, yes, it can be really scary, actually stepping out and living and embracing things. Courageous. And things. Yeah. And Bold. you need courage. Courage. Mm. But if you're stepping into things that are in alignment with you, there's nothing to fear because it's just meeting yourself. And, and you're the knowledge be- expert <laughs> on yourself. So, yeah. And just tap in with what we talked about the other day, which was like the brain, the heart, right. and your gut. Yep. You know, when those three are in succinct, in alignment with the direction you're going or with the decision you're making, then you have that sense of peace and purpose. That purpose then keeps building. Because and driving. And driving mm. because you're going down. Everything else is sitting there telling you, green light, go ahead. This is the way to go. Yeah. 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 So... Understanding yourself, your true self, and then choosing who you really want to be identified with can help you understand your purpose. And your purpose overall is really to be in touch with yourself, to understand who you are, what your gifts are, and how you can funnel those gifts into things to, that gives you purpose, a sense of belonging, a sense of worth and love. Yeah. At the core of it, that's, that's humanity. Yeah. You've, you've pretty much got one mission in life, mm. and that's to live the best life that you can. Yeah. And if you want to live the best life you can, it's not going to be grinding away at a job that you really hate mm-hmm. with a partner that you're not really in love with, mm. with, you know, kids that are awful turds. Yes. Which you've raised to be awful turds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so it's it's the one mission. Yeah. Live, the, live your best life. Yeah. Live your best life, yeah, in alignment with your authentic self. Because if you're even a scientist looking for the cure for cancer, but you really don't have the heart for it and, and you really um, are passionate about something else, like finding the cure for, the, for uh, I don't know, hair loss or something, you know, or um, <laughs> not even cancer. It's going to change humanity. <laughs> or how to turn metal into gold or something. Oh, yeah. No something else and even if it's a worthy cause but your heart is not in it your your drive is not there your passion is not there then how are you living life you're just half existing asked. still yeah. Half yeah. Asked. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so we want you to live a full life a life that you can look back on and say gosh damn yeah I had some really awesome moments there I felt that joy that passion yes at times I felt sadness and that bit of sweetness but it gave, it helped me understand the good things you know, all that sort of stuff instead of, um, yeah, not living, um, 
just existing. Existing is not what we're here for. No. And that's where, like Michelle said, we start going to that zone of neutral zone where we're neither high nor low or... The five, um, the big yeah. five, yeah. I just want to be emotionally numb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. And then, do you know what happens when you're emotionally numb? You're not responsible for anything. Correct. Mm, you're not at all. Correct. Up. You eliminate the... Um, the pointy finger. That's right. Because yeah. you can say... The judgy not, McJudge face. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that. I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. if that happened, it wasn't my fault because... Because mm, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm just existing. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, do you really just want to exist? No. 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 I want to feel those. I want to feel the prickles so I can feel the good stuff too. That's right. And yeah. when you're existing, you're kind of giving your power away. Because you're under the influence of everyone else who's in your life or life circumstances. You're just a cork bobbing in the ocean. So that's what I always I always say to those people who are like, oh, this just happened or that just happened or, you know, people that are living way below the line. Mm. Yeah, and it's, yeah, that's it, where they've settled. They've yeah. settled and said, nah, um, they've lost their drive too. They've lost their... They've disconnected from what, what to tap into to get them to start living again as well. It's it's quite easy to lose your drive, though, in mm. this day and age because, well, one, you're so overwhelmed with information and it's quite easy just to switch off and just go, but no, yeah, true, I'm, true, not, yeah. I'm not getting involved, I'm not entertaining yeah, this, I'm not doing hard. It's too hard. But I think there are some really good questions you can ask yourself, mm. like questions that you can say to yourself – if today was like the most perfect day in the whole world, how would that day look? Yeah. And I think that could be a way to get you out of that fung, that the way to get you out of that numbness mm. is to is to try and imagine how your perfect life would look. Yeah. And then get off the couch, be bold, <laughs> be courageous and go and do it. Yeah. Start taking one step, just a small step even. Mm. Any step forward is in the right direction. That lady that lost... Oh, something like 150 kilos. Mm. She um, walked. She decided that she's going to walk from you know the lounge room to the kitchen, lounge room to the kitchen, and then eventually she got out to the washing line and she'd walk from the house to the washing line, house to the washing line, and then she started walking around the washing line. Mm -hmm. And a few months later, she was walking around the block, and then she was walking around the neighbourhood. And now she does the Gold Coast Marathon. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. she took one step off yeah. the couch. That was her decision. One mm -hmm. step off the couch to the kitchen. Yeah. Instead of asking somebody to get something for her. Mm. So she, she made a choice. She made a choice. She made a choice and then she did it. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Or is it five, four, three, two, one? Launch. Go. Go. Just Whatever go. it is. Just, just go. go. There's a yeah. split instant between your thought and action. And this is where you need to do just the snap decision action. It's yeah. the five, four, three, two, one. And there's someone who's really famous who's talked about this multiple times. But and, and if you want, I, we'll put it, the, the name down, and you can read further about this sort of situation. But the crust of it is is just that it's a five, four, three, two, one. Just do it because yeah. the longer you sit in the five, maybe I, yeah, and you can talk yourself out of it. 
Easily. 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 My do brain it all is, the time. yeah, my do brain's got an MBA in talking myself out of it. <laughs> so let's change that. Yeah. And bring it around to talking yourself into it. Actually, no, not even talking yourself into just it. Doing it's just doing it. Making a decision and yeah. doing it. Yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. It's pure and simple. But make decisions that are in alignment with what you want to obtain in life and what drives you and what feeds into your soul and what gives you purpose and sense of belonging and. And what are your the, the values that you're aligning to and what are the beliefs that you're aligning mm. to? And think of those I am statements. It's really important. Yep. So give us an example of, of an I am statement. Um, I believe I'm a great mum. And you are. And I am. Yes. And I do my damnedest to, to, to feed into that belief every day. Yep. By making a decision and because I want my children to be the best people they can be and, yeah. I do that every morning in the mirror. I take all my clothes and I go, you are so hot, it's not even funny. (laughs) And then I run around inside the house with all the blinds down, obviously, and I go, I'm so skinny, I'm so skinny, I'm so skinny. (laughs) So I think of myself as a skinny person and I think of myself as very attractive. Yeah. And that's that's part of my self-belief system and it's something mm. that I tell myself every day. Mm. So I am beautiful. I am skinny. Mm. I am a good mother. I am a good grandmother. Mm. Even I am a writer. Yeah. So when I first started writing, I did it for self-expression and for something that kind of fed into my soul because I enjoyed it. It helped me process things in my life I started writing especially after my divorce after 13 years of marriage and all that sort of stuff and it gave me joy and so but I had to to gain courage and to kind of keep writing and not give up I had to start believing that I was or I am Mm. I am a writer Mm. and if I wanted to have a purpose or a big dream in that area I have to believe that I am a writer so I keep writing. And so by doing, I then eventually become. And by becoming, I eventually have. Your authentic self. Yeah. Yes. And so I identify with being a writer. And that gives me great joy. Yeah. yeah. So I am statements will definitely help you and guide you to find your purpose in life and to live your passion. Yes. And we definitely have some huge, lots of resources that can help you with identifying more gifts and things like that. And we love this concept of purpose so much. We also do workshops on it to help you understand that even deeper and deeper. But um, hopefully today it's given you a bit of an idea and some things to take away and think about. And if you have any questions, like I said, Michelle and I Hit us up. To... Hit us up, people. Yeah. And we'll endeavour to get back to you one way or another. Yep. So, perfect... Imperfect relationships over and out for now. Bye, people. Bye.